Welcome to the Digging Deeper podcast, hosted by 4constructionpros.com. The first home funded by a public-private grant broke ground in Virginia early June 2021, and it was constructed using a 3D concrete printer. This is a, um, a favorite topic of mine. By the way, I'm Jonathan. And this episode of Digging Deeper features an interview with Zach Manheimer, founder and CEO of Alquist 3D, a 3D concrete printing contractor that headed up the construction. While quite popular in Europe, 3D printing hasn't gotten much traction here in the States yet. There's a lot to learn. And like anything, there's a startup price tag but there are some very interesting benefits as well. And not just for the bottom line. Zach also has another company, Atlas Community Studios, where they work on rural economic development in 20 plus states around the country by helping communities of all sizes with economic development and creative placemaking. Basically, his team helps the towns figure out what it takes to attract and retain the next generation workforce. They design business models for new restaurants, marker spaces, childcare, et cetera. But the number one need in all of these towns is housing. So they've been searching for a way to drop the cost for housing overall, particularly in rural, but really everywhere. After coming across 3D concrete printing about six years ago, Zach became wildly obsessed with it and has been trying to do it ever since. Finally, in Richmond, Virginia, he got his opportunity. The project we're doing at the moment in Richmond is being supported through a grant from Virginia Housing. Uh, Alquist partnered with Virginia Tech University to do this print. Uh, while we were doing that, we were searching for the right location. So first of all, Alquist wants to do rural communities more so than urban. Uh, Virginia Housing wanted us to do an urban part first in Richmond before we went anywhere else. So we agreed to that. But before we landed on the spot in Richmond, we were searching all over the state for the right site. And uh, the, we had put out some feelers and the folks at Habitat reached out almost immediately and said, hey, that's, uh, there was a city council member uh, that is from James City County there who reached out and said, hey, I've been watching about 3D printing. Maybe this could work with Habitat here. And uh, that's how we connected. Zach tells me a staggering statistic that this country is anywhere from five to seven million homes short right now. And every year that goes by, it increases. Even before the pandemic, housing was too expensive. And now it's ballooned in cost. According to the February 2021 a special study for housing economics by the National Association of Home Builders, even a $1,000 increase in the median new home price would disqualify over 150,000 households for a new home mortgage. The reports state that the media minimum income required to purchase a $100,000 home is $22,505. In 2021, estimates show that 21.1 million households in the U.S. have incomes no more than that threshold and therefore can only afford to buy homes priced no more than $100,000. The fear is that it's likely never going to get back to where it was. Once you add up all of these materials, 
labor costs and time, and the American dream of home ownership just kind of dissipates away unless you are in the middle class or above. So it's very challenging. Even renting has its challenges. So Zach started working towards figuring out how to drop the cost across the board for the building process and so that they can sell and rent homes for less. And they think they found a solution with 3D concrete printing. It's here that he sees three major cost savings, time, labor, and material. But I'll let him speak to that. With concrete printing, you've got three major cost savings. You've got time, labor, and material. So time, uh, first, once uh, we get up and uh, really good at what we're doing, we're already moving quickly, but once we improve uh, by the end of this year, we're gonna be able to do a 1500 square foot home, a full print uh, for the, all the walls of the home within one week. Um, and so, and then our goal is to do the rest of the build out of the home within three months. You compare that to a traditional stick built, uh, they're anywhere from five to nine months, depending on location, time of year, et cetera. So major cost savings there. Uh, in terms of labor, we only need three or four humans to operate the printer. We can even drop that down further once we get uh, much better at it, uh, as compared to a crew of maybe eight to 12, depending on how big of a home you're gonna do. And then material. Uh, concrete is significantly less expensive than lumber. Uh, it's, and you know, the price of concrete has gone up as well, like everything else, but it's still far lower than anything that would be stick built. So you add all that up and we think we're going to be able to get anywhere from a 10 to 20% savings across the board, uh, for homes. The real cost savings happen when we can be printing multiple units at once. We know that if we can be doing 10 or more units in one area, we can drop that cost uh, even more dramatically. Then finally, the other savings is in the operation of the home. Our homes will be thermally broken. So the concrete walls are not sucking energy like lumber would. Oh, we've got an R rating over 25, and we know that we can drop the utility costs of a traditional uh, concrete home versus stick built by at least 50%. Might be a good point here to go over how the process works. While you can use specialized concrete mix, Zach says you don't need to. Basically how it works, sounds very familiar to the process at any other job site using a pumping machine. There's a cooling station for the water. That water goes into an M-Tech machine. The M-Tech machine is sitting under a gravity silo. The dry mix goes through the gravity silo and into the M-Tech where it's mixed with water and vibrated. Someone there makes sure that the mix and speed are correct to pump the concrete out through a 90-foot hose that goes into a pulley system directly into the print head, into the hopper, and that's where it extrudes the concrete. I went through that very, very fast, but I try to over, you know, simplify it for you. Where you can cover the walls with a traditional studs and drywall, apparently there's no need. You can, it just increases the cost, and the real save, savings is from not doing that. Then there's the finish. The common image of a 3D concrete structure seems to have these ribbons, but there's a fin that can travel along the nozzle of the printhead that can smooth out the concrete. Later, contractors can go in and give it like a stucco-like pattern if they want. However, this isn't the silver bullet solving all issues of concrete. 
Zach says that one of the biggest issues is heat. Once it hits 90 degrees Fahrenheit, Zach says that it's time to stop as the mix kind of falls apart at that point. To be clear, 3D concrete equipment isn't really meant to do flat work or foundations quite yet. Those are still done the traditional way. However, Zach's team are looking at printing concrete roofs soon, maybe as soon as next year. Already we're pushing the limits of this technology. So we're uh, getting ready to order another printer that can go up three stories uh, so we can do multifamily next year. Um, Cobods, uh, they're doing, they're printing the uh, bases for all the wind turbines for GE and they need to go up four, five, six stories. So no, there is no limitation on this. I suspect five to 10 years from now, we'll be doing skyscrapers in this method. And there's going to be other, other technologies that are created to inform this. You know, there's no, we have the, there's two types of these concrete printers on the market. There's the gantry style, which we have, and then there's the robotic arm. The robotic arms are great, but they're really not made to do a house. Uh, but could we have a gantry printer printing the exterior walls and a robot arm going and printing the interior walls at the same time? Yeah, absolutely. Can we have two or three printers going at once on gantry style? Can we put the printers on tracks and move them from spot to spot to save time? Because right now it takes us about five to six hours to put the printer together or take it apart. So there's all these different efficiencies that we're going to learn. This is, we've learned so much in just the last couple of weeks here doing this first print. Uh, we're going to continue learning. Um, the BOD 2.5 printer that we have is the only one that's operational in the world right now. Uh, so there are, there was a learning curve for Cobot. Cobot had their team with us here for the last couple of weeks on the ground in Virginia. They were learning alongside of us. So there's still a lot to figure out with this method. Uh, it's only going to improve. Speeds will get better. Uh, extrusion time will get better. Layer time will get better. Today we had our best layer time, uh, nine, nine minutes to do a full layer around the whole home. Uh, that's the fastest we've gone. We want to get that down to six. So there's, there's still a lot to figure out, but really there's no limitations. We're not trying to disrupt an industry. We're trying to improve an industry. And largely we've been building homes the same way across the world for the, for the past thousand years really hasn't changed. Um, so the industry is due to grow and speed and efficiency have to come into play with construction that's challenging many times. Uh, so there's a certain level of automation that we need to get to. That's where the robot comes in. Uh, but we are very conscious of the fact that there are humans that are being displaced by this technology. So, so two things are happening at the same time. One, we want to be creating where we want to be. We are uh, creating a training program uh, that we're partnering with community colleges and universities here that'll start next year. There is no training program in America that trains people how to 3D print out. It doesn't exist. So that's one piece of this. It's also going to create a whole bunch of other types of jobs surrounding this. Uh, can we 3D print the entire home, everything on the interior? Obviously, we won't be doing that with concrete. But every other aspect and piece of a home can be 3D printed out of different materials. This is a whole new industry that's being created. You know, globally, there's over 100 3D printing uh, companies that are doing residential units right now. Here in America, there's less than five. And that's largely because they're focused on urban areas. And I can tell you firsthand, it's a nightmare to get an urban center approved to do a 3D printed home there. The site that we have here in Richmond is the 12th 
uh, plot of land we tried to do this on. Wow. We compare that to habitat. Uh, they was immediate. They they you know the city came literally came to us. They said we want you here, and that's what we're seeing in over twenty states around the country. These communities are contacting us. I mean, if we had the bandwidth, we could be doing three four hundred units next year with the demand that we're seeing. There's a, a steep learning curve. Um, I mean, I've been studying this for six years and I don't know everything. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what something that we're, there's a number of contractors that have reached out to us in the last couple of weeks that want to work together. And what we're beginning to offer is a training program where bring us in, uh, we'll act as consultants uh, to help you not only procure a printer and, and purchase one, but on top of that, uh, we'll come and help you uh, train on how to use it. And we'll be with you for as long as you want us to be with you. We know we've got, oh gosh, 20 some states uh, are where people have reached out want inquiring about these types of printers. And, you know, it's going to take time for people to learn it, but you need uh, to have a good uh, concrete company or people that know concrete have worked with concrete is essential. You want them on the ground with you, at least initially, if not forever. You want the people from the mix company, like we're, we're working with QuickCrete and SpecMix right now. Uh, uh, and they've been tremendous to help us. There's many other groups out there as well. But having them on the ground with you initially is vital. Uh, it's all about the material. And, you know, that changes by the hour, depending on the temperature and the humidity. If a contractor wants to do this, you know, I, I would encourage them to look into this. Uh, they're free to reach out to us at Alquist. We're happy to share and, you know, there's no proprietary anything. We're not protecting any information. Um, we'd love to share what we've learned with folks and we'd love to help them get moving because this is how we uh, normalize this process. There needs to be a hundred companies doing this, not five. If you're interested to learning more on their process, you can contact Zach and Alquist 3D online at Alquist, that's A-L-Q-U-I-S-T, 3d.com as well as their social media pages i'd like to thank zach again for speaking with us and thank you for listening tune in next monday for another episode of digging deeper podcast hosted by 4constructionpros.com until then stay safe out there